This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey. In today's episodes, we start addressing one of the most powerful tools one has to experience a better life, your internal energy, and how to deal with its ups and downs. We all have those days, right? We know them, we recognize them, we know they come and go. And yet, when we are deep down in low energy, we feel stick and we don't know what to do. Now, what happens? I mean, how come out of the blue we wake up and we are full of energy? We start singing in the shower, we look forward for the smell of coffee or toast, and we cannot go, wait to go out of the house and start the life and start the day. We feel so excited. And other days, in the same way, almost out of the blue, we feel so down. We almost need like a superpower to take us out of the bed. The key to all this is our internal level of energy. And there are some explanation to that. Let's see. First of all, what happens when we are tired? And there are plenty of forms of tiredness. 
we have physical tiredness, which is easy to deal with because most of us, we know how to recognize it. And we also have what we are calling mental tiredness and emotional tiredness. When we talk about mental tiredness, these are the things that are related to overthinking. Like when we have issues or challenges or problems that we want to solve, and we are in our own hands, heads, playing roles, going back and forth using our own thinking model and not finding an answer, which is actually quite easy to, to understand because, you know, overthinking um, other than becoming very tiring is not very efficient in solution finding. You know, in our head, we are always right. So at the end of the day, we are just extremely tired because of our overthinking. On the other hand, the emotional tiredness, these are the, generated by the things that we are afraid to deal with. You see, emotions are coming and going, but when the emotions are overwhelming, we go into this kind of fatigue. Like when we are too much into the past, usually we go into form of depression. And when we are thinking too much about the future, that may generate a form of anxiety and stress and worries. All that goes into fatigue and tiredness. You see why in those situations, sleep in itself may not help much. Tiredness can be a source of low energy. And at the end of this episode, I'll share with you five tips, easy things to do when that happens. But there is much more than that. Did you notice, for example, that no matter how tired you may be, when somebody, somebody you love calls you, just want to pick up the phone and you just want to have a smile on your face and you're happy to speak with that person. And on the contrary, when the phone is ringing and somebody that you don't enjoy that much is calling, you feel that the effort of picking the phone will be far too much for the day. How come in the same state of fatigue, these two calls have such a different outcome? There are things that explain the impact of external factors on us and how one can learn to use energy in order to get less affected by external factors, which takes control over our life. And instead, to choose from which energy level this person may want to address in different parts of their day, like meetings or things to do, etc. When we learn how to take back the control of how we spend our own energy, almost like a miracle, we discover we do have plenty of energy and therefore plenty of time. Imagine for a second you don't longer get yourself consumed on things that are not in your control. And instead, you just invest your time and energy in things that matter the most for you. How would life feel? How would, like, how would your life look like? Let me take a very basic example on how we may get impacted on external factors. Let's suppose that you wake up and it's raining outside. Now, if you're coming from one of these very, very hot countries, like some of my friends are coming, as soon as they are seeing rain, they are extremely happy. They cannot wait to go outside and feel the raindrops on their, on their, on their body, on their face. To the other extent, for people that are coming from you know, much more raining countries, raining may not necessarily be something that they enjoy. 
So as soon as they go off and go to the window to see that it's raining, they start by saying, what a bad weather, and this will be such a bad day, and now it's raining, and, and what shall I wear? And go, gosh, I, I have enough of this raining weather. I have enough of this bad weather. You see, in both situations, actually the original situation is exactly the same. It is just raining. Now, one person may be extremely happy because of that, and other person may be extremely down because of that. It both has the same initial situation. Now, the beauty of that is that you may have a third person that is just going out of the window, see that it's raining, looking for their raincoat, take an umbrella, and move on. You see, the situation of the origin is exactly the same. However, the way we allow that situation to become good or bad or neutral to us is totally in our hands. Let's take another example. Um, maybe allow us to go a little bit deeper into how the energy works. Because we all have thoughts. Our thoughts are generating feelings and our feelings are generating actions. So maybe you would like to write this down <clears throat> on a piece of paper. Thoughts goes into feelings, which goes into actions. So let me uh, give an example to understand better what I'm trying to say. Let's say that you have a very uh, relevant meeting to you that you need to attend. What do you think about that meeting? When you think that the meeting may go wrong, because it is always happened to you, or you are not very good in official meetings, and then you have to speak, and that's not your piece of cake. Oh, and remember last meeting? It really went so bad. You got this image, right? I mean, how would you feel about going to the meeting thinking this way? Of course, you'll be stressed, you'll be worried, sometimes even angry with yourself, sometimes so down that you feel not even going. Well, out of those feelings, what most likely will happen? Well, mostly you will not have a very good meeting, right? You will worry so much about speaking that you may end up not speaking at all during the meeting. Or even, you know, speak but not being very fluid and very clear in your communication because of stress and worries. Now, of course, that will not necessarily end up in a very good meeting for yourself. And... That will actually go back and reinforce your initial thought that meetings are not for you, that you are not very good in meetings, correct? This is what we call a vicious circle, because the more we go into that thinking mode, the more we'll create situation for us that will prove that we are right. The more we believe we are right, the more we continue to believe that we are not good in meetings. Make sense? Now imagine you can slightly change the original thought. Remember, the original source is that you are not good in meetings. How about changing that thought to something that is still true to yourself? I mean, it's, it's impossible to say out of the blue, of course, by now, starting right now, I am very good in meetings. That will be a lie. This is not who you are, correct? However, what about saying something like that? Last time we had a meeting, I did not do very well. It is still the truth, correct? Yet you notice the difference? How does this make you feel? Indeed, it was not very pleasant as a meeting, but you may feel okay still going to the next meeting. 
even working a little bit more to be more prepared, get more focus on the meeting itself. And out of that, most probably the result of this new meeting will be probably a little bit more positive than the previous one. So you see how it goes? Now, because of that meeting, this new meeting, you actually have a different thought that is confirming you that in the future, sometimes in meetings, you may not be at your best, which is a completely different thought than the original thought of I'm not good in meetings. This thought moving from I'm never good in meetings or I'm not good in meetings to sometimes I may not be at my best in meetings, it's what we call a virtual spiral. This virtual spiral, it's helping us to move from a situation and to determine the actions that will actually improve our situation. Every thought is generating a feeling. All those thoughts and feelings actually have a huge impact on our overall energy level. In the next episodes, I will explain more about energy and how this affects us, as well as how you may detect the energy of others so you adapt more and get more, of, more out of any kind of interaction. But for now, let me go back and share with you, like I promised, these five things that you can do every time that you feel low on energy. These are five things, five easy tips that you can actually use to quickly increase your energy level. The first thing that you can do is actually to stand up. The simple fact of standing, moving from a sitting position up on your feet, it's an act of energy. It does change your immediate perspective. Most often, when we feel down, we sit or lay down. While this may recharge us, it is also pulling us down physically. So stand up for a second. You can also repeat it for a few times. And if you can stand up with your arms up as well, largely open, forming like a Y, that's even better. Two, three minutes of this and you'll already feel better. This is a powerful affirmative position that boosts your self-confidence and connects with the source of inner self. Stand up, put your arms up, forming a form Y, stay like that for two, three minutes and see how it goes. The second tip that you can try is to put on your preferred music or tune. Do you remember how we feel when we hear the preferred music just out of the blue? Like, you know, like when you're zapping on the radio and your song is on, your heart is singing, most often you sing along and you feel like dancing. It does work. And if you don't have one, try the bare necessities and watch Baloo dancing. The bare necessities of life. You see what I'm saying? Immediately you feel that energy. Now, the third tip that you can actually try, it's going for a walk. Walking is a powerful and recognized antidepressant, but it's also a way to put your energy back on flow. When we talk, when you walk, sorry, the blood is moving faster inside the body, and this is providing energy, but also we see different views, different angles. We are on movement, and movement is energy. Now, sometimes we're stuck 
we are in what we are doing we are we are blocking our office and we don't have time yet even a 10 minutes walk around your office or going to buy a sandwich can make it and if you cannot go out or outside just try taking the stairs up and down for a few minutes it will make a difference the fourth tip that quickly can improve your energy level is calling a friend. Most of the time when we feel down, we hear like a little voice inside our head, we tend to depreciate ourselves. Calling a friend, simply hear a voice you love, is connecting to a different energy. It may only take a few minutes, talking about nothing specific, and simply enjoy the presence of your friend. His or her energy will flow around you. And if she, he is not available, leave a message, send an email, and know that someone is there for you. Most of us, we don't want to charge our friends with our issues. Yet, most of the time, we are very happy when we receive a phone call or a message from a friend, isn't it? So indulge a cup of love and friendship. It is always there for you. And it is free. And finally, the tip number five is to look up to the sky and smile. Whatever is the reason of your low energy, the sun is always up on the sky. So instead of keep looking down, raise your head and look up the sky and smile. There is a wonderful journey. This is a wonderful journey. This is a wonderful life. Even if some days we feel down, the sun is always up on the sky. Smile, smile with all your heart. And if you don't feel like smiling, just force it for a minute. And you'll already feel like smiling for real after only one minute. Hope this helps, guys. As, and we reach the end of today's episode. Here is your homework. <laughs> yeah, always a homework. So take a moment to reflect on yourself. Knowing all that you have learned during these episodes about energy and how it's working, Write down what is taking your energy away. It can be people, it can be situation, it can be pains, any things that resonate with you. What thoughts are associated with that low energy? Keep this short personal journal during each day of this week and notice and note down those situations. Like always, awareness is the first step to change. For now, all we want is to pay attention to it. At the end of the week, you'll have a look back into each day notes and see what is something that stands up for you. You may be surprised with the result. And I want to leave you with this final thought. It is far more easy to blame anything or anyone, including the time or the weather, as we can see, for things that are not happening or for things that are not happening in the way we want, or for things that are happening against us. And therefore we become a victim and we feel there is nothing we can do about it. Now my question to you is, how much is that thinking process working for you today? And what is the effect of those thoughts on actually solving the problem? In the next episode, we'll be focusing on how to welcome all your emotions. Till then, enjoy every single day. Have a wonderful homework. Looking forward to hear from you. And enjoy. This is your coaching journey.
Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.